everybody. Welcome to another CornerCast podcast here on casterscorner.com. Thank you guys for listening. I'm your host, Khalil, and this week we are taking a look at part two of our Fanboy Factor reunion. And last week we had JQ and Sanchez and Brian on, and Brian had something come up and he couldn't make it this week. But Hopkins wasn't here last week, so we went ahead and did it with Hopkins this time. And I think we turned more to toys, and we talked a little bit about some of the projects Hopkins has been working on. We continue to talk about comics with Jay and Sanchez and movies and stuff, and I think it was just, it was really nice to just sit down and talk to everybody again. Um, I think over the years, you know, friendships change, um, work changes. I mean, the guys worked for Brian, worked for me, worked you know, freelance and doing their own thing and, um, really happy to call them friends. Um, even though we don't talk all the time. So it was really nice to have the guys back together and hopefully we'll get to do one where everybody's available at the same time. So, uh, so yeah, so remember to follow them, uh, or fanboy factor. It is fanboyfactor.com and fanboy factor on all social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and such. Brian is doing a great job with his Warped Pages um, new, uh, I mean, playlist segments. Um, sorry, Brian, I'm, I'm blanking at, uh, <coughs> um, like, what to quantify it as. But I think it's, it's a great new video series. I guess it's a good one. So he did Comics 101, which I think was really informative, and I think it really played to his strength. And I think Brian's takes on things um, in Warped Pages is a really good outlet, to be honest with you, because it puts you, it puts him front and center. So it's nice to see him on camera and really letting, you know, his personality out and, and, and giving you his opinion on things. And so really happy to see that kind of growing. It's always fun to see our friends kind of grow and try new things. And we really like to support them when they do that kind of stuff. Um, speaking of new things, 43 days in, we are still doing toy of the day and there is no, uh, sign of slowing down because we just have so many toys. Um, and even if I ran out of toys, I bought recently, I have enough backlog of toys that I probably should have reviewed and never did. So, uh, so we're just going to keep chomping away at that and keep going. So remember to check us out on YouTube. Uh, as well as uh, the website, casterscorner.com. Thank you guys for all the support and listening to the podcast. We hope you really enjoy this. We've got some fun guests coming up in the next few weeks, some first-timers that were kind of uh, heroes to me in a lot of ways. So I'm excited to kind of put those together. Um, Yeah, so remember to follow us. We are at Casters Corner on everything, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, you can find us everywhere. Um, remember to follow Fanboy Factor, um, <coughs> fanboyfactor.com, and Fanboy Factor on all social media. And so, yeah, so without further ado, it is me, it is uh, Hopkins and JQ and Sanchez, and just doing our reunion show. So, enjoy, guys. Thanks. I love That's on now. That's the first thing anybody's gonna hear. Not like that, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um. So yes, yeah, so now you guys listened to last week. Now we're here. 
Uh, I don't know. We got to catch up with Hopkins. What's going on, Hopkins? Busy, man. Doing all kinds of stuff. What have you been up to? I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, we're, we're doing catch-up. Building goodies now. Oh, that's right. You've been doing 3D printing, right? Yeah, I've got like four 3D printers now, and then I've got Jesus. one resin printer. And then um, my brother-in-law has my other printer at his house. So I've got five printers, six printers all together. And then I'm getting ready to buy my son for one for Christmas. He's got me into Gundam building now. I just did. I just finished my first perfect grade uh, yesterday. That's insane. I can't imagine being in the position to to build my own toys. Like that uh, just that seems it's insane. fun to an extent, but when you've got a, a giant sized puppy running around trying to eat the plastic all the time, it makes it difficult to work and pay attention to him at the same time. Yeah, I can my wife pissed at me. I got a uh, Apple Pen for. Uh, my anniversary, and he ended up chewing the end of it. He did what? He chewed the end of it. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's... <laughs> yeah. That's not... Yeah, it wasn't a good thing, but it still works. It just It's just the back of it. dog can tell it's eating my dog. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, Jackson's trying to get into every little thing in the office right now. If you, just lay down. Don't you love it? Well, he wasn't happy outside. Okay. I said, I was like, I had my headphones on and I'm listening and uh, I can hear him in the other room whining. So I thought I'd bring him in here and now he's trying to climb on a pile of stuff. Um, <laughs> Brian says I have an addiction. So this is, it's like a guest bedroom, but I, I went Mezco happy. So here is most, some of the stuff, but. Here is like the majority of it. You gotta turn your camera on. Yeah, we can't see oh. it. That helps. Uh, there we go. <laughs> nope. There, there we go. go. There you there are. Oh yeah, so this no, no. is like part of the Mezco. I got Mezco over here, and then oh. I've got Mezco over here. Damn son, you did go ham on that. <laughs> is there any you and don't have? I've got have? three more downstairs. Huh? Are you missing any at this point? Um, I mean, the ones that I didn't want, yes. But as far as like everything that I've wanted, no, I'm not missing any. That's... I pretty much got most of them. Okay. I'm actually getting ready to get rid of a bunch of them. Just for the fact I have no more room. It's like I've got nowhere to put them at this point. So that's a good question. How do you choose all of us? How do you choose what to let go of? Like, how do you make that? Like, hey, Jay brought it up earlier. I, 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 I have overpurchased. I admit that. Now you're looking to get moved some stuff. So, how do you guys well, pick that the, stuff? I, the way I'm doing it is I'm keeping all the Superman stuff, of course, um, and I'm keeping the last Batman that just came out. Um, I don't remember. It's the older Batman. Um, and then I'm keeping all the bad guys. Okay. The Batman figures. And then the rest, I'm kind of like, it's, I don't know. It's it's hard because you like them all. And it's like, dude, they're so awesome. And it, But at the same time, it's like, where am I going to put them? I mean, it comes down to, do I want to open the boxes and, and play them? Or do I want to leave them in the boxes 
foil. So mainly yeah, it's the boxes. Yeah, that yeah, I know. It's well, that's the problem is is because they're such a hot commodity now. It's like almost impossible that don't want to open them because so many of them become worth so much money. I've got, I don't know, I'd say about fifteen or twenty that are worth over three hundred or more. That's the, like that's insane. Yeah, I think that's like just in, like the scarcity of that market, and the fragility of those things too. Like, they're not the most oh, durable. Yeah. They're not the most durable no. things in the world. Uh-uh. I well, actually, I've only broken one, and that was um, it was the Netflix Punisher. And actually, I had bought two of them, um, so I actually got lucky on that end of it. But um, other than the rest, I haven't really had any problems with them as far as that goes. But you know, have I opened all of them? No, because some of them I've gotten prior to after doing reviews on them, um, or not doing reviews at all on them that I've gotten on the side market. So I did a lot of trading and swapping when we got the fully fair stuff. Yeah, no, that that works. What about you guys? And I've I've got all three blade, which I'm happy with, and I'm keeping those because I do like blade figures. Yeah, those are good ones. So, yeah. And it's hard. It's and it's just hard, to, especially the judges market, because what you may think you will be worth money isn't. And then the ones that you're like, okay, so my one of my first ones I bought uh, was when we were with you, and it was the Captain America, mm-hmm. and now he's sitting right around one fifty two hundred ish, and it's not one you would have ever thought would have been worth money. Well, I mean, and like to that point, like. Figure, figure, they retail for almost a hundred bucks shipping, and yep. every, like you, you, you're in that ballpark of a hundred bucks. Oh yeah. And in oh, my yeah. head, two hundred isn't worth it to let it go. Right. You know what I mean? No. Like because at some point, like I, I think we're all in this reciprocal kind of mode, where at some point we try to go back and get the cool shit that we once had. And mm-hmm. so my thing is, like, I got um, I have the Marvel Legends Dragon Man. And I've watched that price kind of yo-yo, like go from $1,000 down to $200. And in my head, I keep going at 200 bucks. It's not worth it because I'm going to have to chase it down again. And when I chase it down again, it's going to be six. And then I'm never going to, I'm never going to bite on it because it, it's not like good enough. Right. <laughs> it's not like, it's not like a, a must have figure. It's cool to have, but it's not worth tracking down. Um, Whereas like other things, it's like, yeah, no, I'm never, it's just, it doesn't, it's not worth it. And then you look at other stuff and we, I was doing one podcast last night and we were, I don't know, we were about two hours in and <laughs> we were like, we had a few drinks and we started eBaying, looking for eBay prices and, and going through like things we either had as a kid or that we currently have. And it was like, how responsibly, how could you keep it sometimes there, there's there's that moment where i look at stuff and it's not like 150 bucks not not that that's you know like just change but when you look at like how much you spent on it how much time you put into it or getting it 150 isn't that that much but i i was looking at some of the stuff we were looking at old star vintage star wars and 80s toys and you know stuff like a playset was going for like a thousand dollars why do you make your own yeah, yeah. Is that the Skyhawk? Ah, oh, okay. Um, it's it's kind of half together because I 
I haven't had time to like work on it. Mm-hmm. So, but each pre-piece is individually printed, so it's painted, but put together, and, and then is, you got to do a lot of sanding and stuff. Is that size for classified? Six-inch Joe's. Yeah. Yep. Classified. Yes, sir. Um. So I mean, gonna, I, it, it's those moments. Like, make make a. I'm I'm waiting for him to try to 3D print a flag. Is what I'm I'm waiting for. <laughs> that's gonna that's that's you know, and it's the you got six printers. What do you what do you say? Yeah, but it's <laughs> it's still like if I tie up a printer for a flag, each printer is probably going to be about fifty hours for each piece. <laughs> uh, I was joking. <laughs> Make some power with your weapons, Mike. And then he took it seriously. He's like, okay, carry the two plus five. The the weird part is, and the reason, the only reason I got into 3D printing was because we originally started um, printing kayak outriggers. Yeah, Um, right. So we were, yeah, so I've designed and reprinted them already, but I started playing around with it because, of course, you know, collectors, you're like, oh, well, hell, I can build my own diorama and everything. And I ended up, when they, released the classified series i found a file on um, stl finder for cobra throne and i thought well you know i got one machine i'll print a few make a few bucks off of it i didn't realize it was going to be over 300 that i sold and that's what got me into it yeah and now i'm doing um stands because nobody's making stands for me you know so i've i i saw a couple of those stands and my my issue with them, DJ printed a few for me. Um, uh-huh. Just kind of like the, they're not, they're almost like uh, rectangles, but they're kind of like longer at the front, thinner at the back. Yep. Um, yeah. The pegs, because the boots, the boots on Black Series and the boots on Classified have a ridge to them. Well, no, it's not just that, but they've got like a, can you see like the ridge here? Yeah. So the if if these were flat and didn't have this little ridge here, they would go right in. But anybody that has a deeper boot or has the peg in the heel, um, uh-huh. it's deeper. So the peg has to be, I don't know, an eighth of an inch longer, just to make that's it. That's easy. To, yeah, well, that's I, easy I know that, but I'm just saying, like that was the one thing DJ printed like a a bunch of them, and I'm like, oh, I can't use any of them because they're not long enough. They just don't. Okay. They don't work. So just keeping it in mind, like if you're printing, the wheel just pulls the figure off the desk. Like look, look right here. Look, look, look. How, what do you want me? How many do you want me to pull off the desk? I can, I can do this all night. Are you kidding me? You want a Mezco and one? I'm sitting here. We can I'm pull a Mezco here in my too. Room and they're all boxed. Well, I got boxed. You want boxed? I can do boxed. Uh, I got the KGBs. <laughs> I see you on KGBs. And uh, up you a gambit. Oh, uh, see, I don't do any Marvel, so that's the hard part. But it's like Ageless Geeks. Mezco proper. So, no, I can do this. Have you tried the Foosh Ninjas? Um, so I have a phrase that I'm not going to use here, but no. Okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it also starts with an F. It's, 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 it's alliterative. Like it's, there's two Fs. I think you can figure out what that means. Yeah. Oh, I can figure it out. Yeah. I think, yeah. Well, I mean, I know I've told the story. It's, it's one of those things where, I was writing for them. I was doing more stuff. They asked me for my personal contacts to get into movie studios and TV stuff. And then I said, okay, I'll give you those if you help me with some of the toy interviews so I can do a couple of things on my own. 
and they blew me off. They said, it's proprietary information. We can't share that information with you. But because you're a columnist here, you have to give us your contacts. To which I said, go fuck yourself, and I left. <laughs> that, that's, that's, the, gotcha. that's the story. Um, that's, that's a correct answer. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll give you mine. You give me yours. Nope. Okay. Well, see you later. Um, sorry, we got away from it. So, Hopkins, uh, 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 Sanchez, and, and Jay, how do you pick stuff to let go of? Take it, Michael, first. Uh, I think the easiest way for me is because, you know, when I now that I got my own place, I kind of I had everything I unboxed. It just wasn't enough room, mainly for Legends. DC was kind of easy because ever since DC DC UCs you know stopped, they 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 rarely come out with something that I can go ahead and kind of mix in with them. So a bookshelf of that is no problem. It was with the Legends and my and my wrestling figures that were a bit of a pain. Eh, I think I got I think I got the which was. Oh, which is the the one they came out with? That they came out with a bunch of them. Um, they were only for comic book stores. They came with like a bunch, like Blue Beetle, Nightwing. Oh, the icons. The icons. icons yeah. The icons. Yeah. yeah. That's the, that's what I have with for, for Cyborg. That's the only Cyborg but, I never got. I'm kind of pissed that I never got that one. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a really it's good a one. Really it's really good. One. Yeah, but it was the legend that I had to cut down on. Um, so I just basically I my my, my whole thing is done been spider-man and x-men so i kind of put anybody anything else on the side but i kind of kept like uh i kept like a core group of avengers core group of villains um i kept my aims my hydra soldiers just on the side because you know when i move into it when i get a bigger place then i can go ahead and dedicate a room for that so i just basically have a spider-man shelf an x-men shelf and then I got one of those uh, storage racks like you usually see in the garage with the long steel ones. Mm-hmm. So that 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 so far fits. It's five shelves. So I got three shelves. I got two shelves full and one half full. So the rest is no big deal right now. But then the other stuff that I have, like the belts and stuff, I have it in the back. I have that. Yeah, so I get some detox and put the big riders in there. So right now, because I don't collect as much as I used to, it's not that, that big of an issue for me. But anything else I, I didn't have a need for or wasn't going to be something I, I would try and go ahead and keep if I had a, if I, if I had, if I had a thought like should I keep it if I, have a re- if I have to go ahead and ask myself that I just got rid of it and I just go ahead and just save up for like pre-orders and stuff like that I wish it was that easy <laughs> I really do like this this desk is insane the stuff <laughs> I have on the desk currently it's kind of scary but Jay uh, for me, and you've all known me for years, and Mike's actually seen the bulk of my collection in person. And, you know, that one time I was on that Toy Hunter show for my Batman collection, and I done sold most of that off. And I, at the time, I was in a early bind, I mean, with my uh, pending divorce and stuff like that. I, I had to. I had no choice. I had to, you know, make sacrifices for my children. Uh, but I, I, I kept the stuff that meant something to me. Like, you know, if there was a story behind it, and they all have a story behind it, don't get me wrong, but like a good story, like the time Mike and I got thrown out of Walmart because they were waxing the floors and he slid me like a bowling ball across the aisle, which really happened. Um, What? I I mean, you know, like I had every Batman black and white statue that ever came out. And then I missed, I think I missed one, um, the the one Comic-Con one that was god-awful ugly. 
but I started selling those off because I had no room to put them. You know, I lost my house. I went to the small apartment and I really had no place to store these. So I sold a chunk of my statues, but again, keeping the ones that meant something to me now. And I jumped down this star Wars black series hole too late. And now you know, there's some, I don't even have still, but if I have the time, I get it. But, you know, to get rid of some stuff, it's just, if I have doubles of it or like, you know, I don't, I don't buy the doubles like I used to, you know, one for open, one for shut, except for Power Rangers. I, I have, uh, a, you know, an open set and a closed set for Power Rangers, but it's, it's hard to, you know, cause my daughter wants all this stuff. My oldest, no, she can care less, but my youngest, she, she's even said, dad, don't sell. I want it. Like if I put something on eBay, she gets pissed. Cause she wants it. So, I mean, like, you know, I, awesome. I'm thinking about in the long haul. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, she, she loves to do this stuff and, you know, she's, you know, coming into her teenage years now, you know, I forget old even saying that, but, you know, she used to sit at the table. If I was doing photography for one of, you know, a review for your site or for Brian's site, um, you know, she'd sit there and she'd say, no dad, pose it like this. And she posed the figure. So most of the photography shots I took were her poses. That's awesome. It's so, nice I mean, to have like those said, but, connections. But to get rid of things, like, you know, I got rid of my uh, SHF Marvel figures, except for my Iron Man. I still have my Iron Man figures, but I got rid of the core Avengers. And that was a tough decision because I spent a lot of time curating that and, and, and posing them. And, you know, and, you know, and it's it was a hard sell. And I really wish I didn't get rid of them, but, you know, it made room for, you know, the Power Ranger figures I've been collecting more and more. Now the Lightning series blown up and, you know, between that and the SHFs, they kind of, I mean, they don't fit fit, but they do fit. That makes sense. They're, yeah. they're, they're a little out of scale, but not enough where it can bug you. They're not yeah. like, they're like McFarlane out of scale. I mean. Yeah, I get it. It It's like that. That's one collection. Definitely that I'm, I think I'm ready to let go of at some point, the figure arts ones. But then again, I've got all the Spider-Verse figures on the way. Like a pre-ordered right. all the Spider-Verse. But as far as the Avengers movie stuff, Hasbro has done such a good job with Legends that it um I don't feel like I need them anymore. Like as cool as they are. And and that's one of those cases where I wish I kept the boxes. Cause I tossed all the box like I ta- I had Hulk. I had like Hulk and Thor and Cap and Iron Man. And I tossed all the boxes. And like everybody else after yeah. that point I, I kept them. I was talking to someone about this, you know, they just announced the Nick Fury. They announced the, the, an updated version of Thor. I'm like, it's, this is from the first Avengers. This is like too little too late in my opinion. Like, you know, cause I had, you know, I, I, it was just, it was just, when I saw it, I got upset, but I wasn't angry. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, there, there was part of me that goes, I kind of want the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I went the opposite way. I'm like, Oh, those are look really cool. No, I already have those. Like I got to, but then I, I, I'm okay with the figure. It's like doing just into the Spider-Verse and doing those because as good as the Hasbro ones look, the figure arts ones look so much better. Like they just, they really do. Yeah. And like with Mando, like I got Mando and the child, but those are the only ones from the Mandalorian I'm getting from figure arts. Like I'm not going down that rabbit hole just because I think these really look cool. I like the cloth cape. I like being able to switch out his armor. I like the pram that it comes with. Like, there's enough there that I can mix and match with Black Series, and it'd be a cool one-off display piece, you know? 
Yeah. And, and I, I haven't even opened my. Uh, I have IG eleven. I have all the Mandalorian figure. I haven't opened them yet because I knew this move was coming up. I didn't want to open any more stuff. The figure. So like I have or every time six? I get a new. Both. Oh, okay. I I, I have both. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, By the way, speaking of which, I got a mail yours out. I, got, I still got that. Uh, which one did I get you? That knockoff R2 robot. Yeah. Yeah, Hondo's robot. Yeah. I got that one just because it was Hondo, and I figured I could put a a, a period on the Rebel stuff. It yeah, my nice. my target never got them, and he's like, "We have like twelve of them here." I'm like, "Please." Yeah, I target the devil. Target and Walmart. Walmart just yeah, they both they both are bad choices for collectors. I got lucky mm-hmm. this morning though. I got all the vintage I saw, ones. I saw that. I saw that. Uh, I have a few people that are mad at me about it. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I did the work. I went out and got the stuff. Well, well, let me ask you this: How has uh, the COVID affected all your your um, brick and mortar shopping? Um. It uh, if if it's not on Brickseek, I'm not going. Like if it's if if I don't see stock numbers on Brickseek or Popfinder, um, I'm not going out. Like there's not, I'm not going to like 24, you know, 16 WalMarts and 12 Targets in a day. Like I'm not spending the whole day in the car driving around. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think I started. Doing, I just go to. The, I used to like with my job since I drive all the time. I used to hit all the ones you know on the way, but since COVID. I just go to four or five WalMarts and two Targets that I know always were the ones that had this stuff. Whenever I, you know, was looking, so I, I just go to those now. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, like you said, Brickseek and and Popfinder have not been helpful for me because there's some stores where it says there's nothing in stock, and then I just go there anyway, just you know, just to just for you know shits and giggles, and I find it there. So well, it's been uh, awesome. Brooks Seek and Popfinder for me because I have one Target and three Walmarts near me, and they never are accurate. Like you know, the the, the Brooks Seek still tells me that the Walmart cube, that, uh, that 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 ominous cube that has all those Ahsoka troopers yeah. and Mandos, it's still at my Walmart here, but they can't find it. It's and I have a guy who I know there, I play Pokemon with. He's like, dude, I've looked for every barcode, every UPC. That thing is not back there, not at all. And I, it, but Brickseek says it's there. Well, and and to be fair, I've seen a bunch of WalMarts take the cube apart and then rebox everything. No, they they they. they I've not seen one, not even a dark saber. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like they they I my Walmart here took the cube apart, boxed everything mm. back up, and put it back in the back room. Like they didn't put anything out. They just put it all back. Oh, okay. So like it it's in unmarked boxes basically in the back room, which makes it near impossible to find anything. Well, did you? And there's been a picture circulating about um, people going into the garden centers, and there's boxes in the garden center of, of stuff that haven't put out out yet. And yeah. I mean, over here in, Miss, in armpit Mississippi, uh, it's very humid and it's raining all the damn time. And there's these boxes out in this humidity. I'm like these these things are gonna get ruined. Yeah, no, they do. Like um. Bill found a um, an incinerator trooper, and it, the mm. helmet was melted on 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 the figure um, because of the humidity. Yeah, um, or the because heat. B- the heat 
basically a being yeah. wherever it was. Um, no, they store in London Garden. I, my my favorite story was when DCUC five came out. Junior and I met at uh, Walmart here in Connecticut that we knew had them. And we looked for associates, and of course, nobody's helpful at Walmart in finding anything in a back room. So we found the guy who was pushing a broom, (laughs) and Junior pulled his magic. And uh, they let us, this one guy went with us. He took us into Lawn and Garden, and it was the entire Lawn and Garden section, which was, this was like a super Walmart, so it was big Lawn and Garden. Yeah. We hunted those pallets and came out with seven cases of DCUC5s and walked right up to the register and bought all seven of them. Oh. Jeez. And then Brian yeah. Brian ended up with one of them. So that was a good that was a good treasure hunt, basically. Huh? It's what it comes down it to. It was. It's like a because they weren't difficult. They weren't all on one pallet either. They were all separated. Throughout the entire back all room, over. they were all over. Probably different different truckloads, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I stopped going to to brick and mortars. I just try to order stuff online as much as possible because most of the stuff I collect is online anyway. But when they did the um, Target exclusives for the GI Joes, I still have yet to find anybody um, out in the wild except for like a couple, which was Beachhead and. Roadblock. That was it. Trooper. I had to trade a uh, uh, snake armor set that I made for Trooper, and then uh, the Baroness. I've never seen, never seen her. It was hard. And Baroness was really. It hard. was well, and then they keep doing it because there, now there's a second wave that they're going to be releasing for Target only in three weeks. And it's like, yep. And you're competing with like everybody else and their mother, and then you know, on top of it, they got bots ordering the stuff offline. And nobody does anything about it. And it's like they just let it go. It's like, it's okay, you know. Well, well let's hope they, that they, they do. Just, they're getting sold. They don't give a damn. No. No, they don't care. Well, let's, go ahead. Let's just hope that they, they at least double up on orders this time. Yeah. Well, the Joe team did an interview last week with a website. And the quote that stuck with me was, scalpers enjoy getting your money now. Because 2021 is not going to be your year. Right. So they're going to re-release everything. Which means they're going to re-release things. They're going to yeah. either re-release things or up the up the numbers that they produce or something. And I mean, that whole thing, I think we talked about it last time on the last part one of this, that whole thing about collectors and, and wholesale resellers and all that stuff. Like I, I walked in, bought six troopers, uh, stormtroopers, no problem. Nobody gave me a hard time. They actually handed me the box. They didn't even, they didn't care. They gave me a whole box of uh, eight of them. I put the two that weren't in this included in the sale back on the shelf. And I walked out with the rest of the box in, in the box. The box is still in my car. Like they, they don't, they don't care. They really don't. Yeah. So. As long as you don't give them a hard time. Well, I give them a hard time. <laughs> yeah, as long as you show respect. I mean, right. Like, respect. It, it's it's that kind of thing. So I don't know how. So Hopkins is it's a little different because we saw each other at at a toy fair, and then I forget. Were you planning on going to San Diego this year? Were you thinking initially thinking about San Diego, and then changed yeah. your mind? 
No, and, well, it was the whole, I mean, the COVID thing kind of threw everything out of whack. Right. So I was thinking about New York, too. Um, okay. But, you know, of course, that didn't happen because of COVID. So, so but yeah, that, I was going to go to San Diego again. How is that for you? Like, how does that feel? Like, I know what it was like for me. I mean, you guys go to uh, what the Florida one, the Pen- Pensacon? Is Pensacon, it? yeah. Well, you know, how's it been for you guys this year not being able to go to shows or have that interaction or have that? Pensacon happened right before they started locking things down. Oh, that's right. Uh, it was early February, right? Right. And yeah. I mean, I've been talking. I mean, we talked to him, the, the guy who owns Pensacon and runs it. He's good friends with us at the shop. And we talked to him maybe twice a week. And they, I mean, they're still announcing guests there. I mean, they have contingency plans. I mean, they're still going to have this convention. Unless the state shuts them down, but I mean, as of right now, um, I mean, there. I mean, like I said, Petsacon is not your A-list convention per se. I mean, you get like some higher tier uh, B-listers. Uh, I mean, their biggest draw, uh, you know, they, they 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 like to make reunions happen. So like, you know, you know, it's it's some of the obscure characters, but they still bring people in. I mean, it's a, it's a fun personal con. But what they're talking about this year is they're giving artists from Artist Alley and celebrities a chance to go to an outside tent if that makes them feel uh, more safe to be out in an outside area. And they're giving them a break on their table rates. I mean, they're trying different things, which is kind of cool, I think. And Do you think you know, that- even for the even for the 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 get the, the people who bought tickets to come in, you know, it gives them a, a better opportunity to to I guess feel safer than being confined inside. Um, as a retailer, because we go as a retailer, Mike comes and helps us out at the booth. Um, we we're, we just don't know this year. and We're still going to bring our stuff and we're still going to set up and, you know, be as safe as we possibly can, mask up, and hand sanitizer everywhere. And, you know, but if, you know, the, the way we've seen it is people are jonesing for it. And if, if we can feel a little safe, then we'll do it. And if they shut it down, they shut it down. It's, it's a shot in the dark, you know. But they're planning on it, right? You're saying they're planning on it? Oh, it's, I mean, it's still a go. I mean, it's still greenlit. I can't believe that. That's kind of... They did They did a Halloween event as a testing thing outdoors on the same grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they did, the, they did field testing and they did some, you know, surveys of the guests and the people who went and... There's, there was no one who contacted, who tested it. And, you know, they did all this little market research on it, and, and they, they feel like they can keep safe. They, they split up outside and inside. But that time of the year in Florida, uh, North Florida at least, it, you know, Mike can tell you it's a, you know, for us it's cold. It's as a sudden it's cold for us. But mm-hmm. uh, on top of that, it's always, you know, it rains. Remember that one year it rained, Mike? Yeah. And it, was- it, 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 it was a, we had to walk across the street to the host hotel in the rain with all of our crap. It was, it was, it's, it's going to be a crapshoot. I mean, I said, do, do, am I worried? People are asking me, am I worried? I'm like, you know, as a school teacher, I, I work in a Petri dish. So, I mean, it's like, you, you know, I, I'm more scared about getting in the school than I'm getting at the convention to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. And I may be, I, I may catch shit for saying that, but I mean, I mean, no, I get it. I mean, I mean it's you, a different, you, 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 yeah, but the here the thing is like up here everything shut down. Like there there's no yeah. way anybody would have a convention right now. Like it's just not going to so, happen. 
Florida, Florida is different though, because I, I know a couple. There was a couple of cons that I would I would go to, and there weren't big cons, regular local cons, you know, all for toys and everything of that nature. Nothing with guests or anything, just some artists. And just recently, I think it was in September, they had one in Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. And, I heard about that one. Yeah, they had a toy show there. So Florida's, you know, every time something messed up happens, you always hear some some city in Florida. So that's that's us. So I mean, yeah. I, ju- I just think it's interesting. I, like, I, I think it's interesting how regionally everything can change from here to there. Um, because well, I've, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, since the COVID, how do you think, it, think it's going to affect um, all the uh, review sites? As far as do you think you're going to see less of them now because no, of it? No. If anything, we're going to see more of them because everybody's home. Yeah. So everybody's home. Everybody's got time. Everybody's taking pictures. Like I know there's at least two or three new newer sites or, or different sites that kind of have popped up. Um, a couple of them I made friends with and, and I'm, and I'm great about, I'm happy about that. Um, like it, you know, it, some, I, I get asked that a lot, you know, how's it Jackson? Sorry. See <laughs> <laughs> the door whining. I'm like, you wanted to be in, you're in. Like, um, uh, where was I? Um, it's been, it's been a really weird year. Like, I don't think I could have afforded, to be honest with you. I don't think this year I would have been able to afford going to San Diego. It would have sucked. Like I would, I would have tapped myself out because we redesigned the website. We bought new servers. Like we had all this work done that cost me a lot of money. Um, that I'm really happy with because everything's functioning a little bit better, a little bit different. Um, but as far as my it business was, took a big hit because well, of COVID, right? But on the other hand, like our Instagram, I think we're we've quadrupled our following, like in in uh, twelve. Well, not not even twelve months, eleven months so far. Because I remember uh, I measured, I took I took note. We had 750 followers. Um. Uh, on Jan on, on on New Year's Eve last year, and I said I want to I want to get higher this year. I want to get to at least a thousand. Like, and that's what it was. And I think we're almost at three thousand now. Like we're. Well, I mean, you've been doing a great job networking. I mean, the 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 to two the two I've um liked and shared on those little uh, contests you've been doing. I mean, just I mean alone. I mean just. They have good stuff and combined, it's a, it's a good it's a good business decision on all parts. It's yeah, win win. Yeah, and it's it's like um, by the time everybody hears hears this, we'll have another giveaway or two more giveaways. I think we'll have done um, where we did one of the Mandos. We did um, we did some uh, vintage figures. <laughs> um, you're the only one that followed directions, and since you don't work for the site anymore, it's fine. Um, yes, you won one. Um, but people didn't follow directions. I think that was the hardest part. Like people shared it, people liked it, people posted in it, but like it was like you have to do A, B, and C. And people if, don't read directions. They don't. No. They really don't. So, you know, at, but like I think with with the last two giveaways, I think we jumped up like two hundred followers in two weeks. Like, I think that's a pretty good return on it. And it's stuff I either had or didn't want, or you know, yeah. happy to kind of promote them the stuff and. Um, 
but like the in previous years when I just did giveaways through the website and I really didn't use Instagram or, or Twitter or Facebook to kind of promote them and I just used the website to kind of really push it. Um, we had a winner who won one year, right? And uh, he uh, he didn't respond. And I had a randomizer. I had this thing that would, would pick the winner for me. And like two years later, I did another giveaway. And sure enough, he won again and didn't respond. So I just, I kept the stuff. Like it was like, I just couldn't. Yeah, I went through, through the first one. I went through three different people. Nobody responded to emails with their addresses. And I'm like, as you entered a contest to win something, why wouldn't you say, yeah, just send it to me. It's free. Free shipping. I just want to be a part of it. Like, I just did, I didn't get it. But I've been having luck with the – well, sort of had lunch. You know, it's easy to get in, in, in touch with JQ. Um, but um, <laughs> it just is. Um, but now we're going to pick another weather tonight or tomorrow morning and ship those out. And then we're going to start our next giveaway for the X-Men stuff. But now Jay can't win because he won one. So he's out of the hey, the, 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 the heavy man that was, was okay for me. That's all I got to say. Um, I, I didn't have that one. You know, it's a good one. It really is. It's a good How one. How convenient. No, there, address, it, it? <laughs> it really was. It was one of those it was one of those things where it, it was weird too. I had three people. I had three people enter, right? And on the day we went to pick the winner, the other three people untagged us. You <laughs> can't make that up. Like I had I was like, okay, we're gonna pick one, two, or three, and I and because they did it with another site, and I was like, here, you pick the winner, A, B, or C. So he goes, C. So I went to check the thing, and I'm like, wait, there's only one. There's only one person. Okay, I guess they win. And then I'm like, oh, crap, it's Jay. Okay. He, 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 messaged, he messaged me. I was like, no shit. <laughs> You're the only one that entered. So I was like, okay. And we got a ton of followers out of it. But um, I think COVID changed a lot as far as this. It made this easier. Because we used to do it on Skype, and we'd have to get a number mm-hmm. sometimes, or pay for it, or and I mean, I pay for Zoom so I can have everybody on at the same time, and we can go over forty five minutes, and I can record the stuff. So I pay for my Zoom account for it, but like, um, it made this more acceptable. Um, and I haven't reached out to some of the bigger companies yet, like the Hasbro and the Mattels, to do interviews yet. But I had Zach from Diamond on, um. We had a bunch of designers. We had uh, Adam Van Wickler on from um, General Giant. We had Dave Vonner on. Um, you know, I, I, we had uh, Jason who used to be at um, uh, Mattel and now he's doing freelance work here and there and made some a lot of friends this year through this, like doing this. Um, and um, I've gotten a little more, I've gotten a little braver about reaching out to like different Instagram accounts and things like that to, um, uh, you know, be on the show. Like yesterday I did a podcast with, um, Jerry Gaylord, uh, Jerry Gaylord, who did some of the art for the Spin Master DC stuff. Um, and, uh, he works for Blizzard. And so we interviewed him. And then this morning I did, I did an interview with Michael Crawford, um, like, uh, from his website that was great i've always wanted to talk to him and i never have so it's it's been reaching out in that way um and practicing these kind of conversations um so we, we've been doing podcasts with uh ming chen and mike zapsic uh, almost like weekly uh at the shop and you know they 
also with uh, Jason London and Corin Nemec. I mean, there's been people just that walk into the shop because Scott became part of the Share Universe uh, podcast group. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Ming uh, Mike Ming Chen's uh, thing, and uh, so S- S- Three Alarm Comics has become an official uh, partner with them. I guess you want to call it that. So people come in, and he uses the Streamyard pr- uh, platform yeah. to let people you know jump in, jump out, and do that, and um, you know so. You know, doing the podcast thing, I, I, I went dormant for a while because we stopped doing it. And then, you know, then COVID happened. We just started doing it again. So it's one of those things where people have more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a lot more time. And, 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 and it's just, you know, like you said, it's acceptable. You know, before people like, you know, I'm going to sit and listen to you talk. And now it's like, please more, give me more, talk more, give me something to do. Well, but it, it also makes things more. Uh, what I was saying is it's not so much. Uh, I don't think it was it was getting more people to listen. Like I have been getting more people to listen. I've been putting it out there more. But I think the um, the ability to do this kind of thing with Zoom, um, I don't think there's a person that professionally doesn't know what Zoom is. You know what right. I mean? Like we, we use it for school. I mean, during the when we locked down in um, in April uh, here in Mississippi. That's how we do online classes. We have our, all of our students came in on a Zoom call, and that's how we taught our, our 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 lessons. Right, but I mean, even trying to get people. I remember Hopkins. We did that interview with Guggenheim, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and it it was a great interview. I think I think it went really well. But the biggest issue was like trying to navigate. Like he's going to call on his phone, but. I got to have a number or I got to figure out how to get him on there. And he doesn't really know how to, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, we had to figure something out and then how do I record that thing? And, you know, I, I learned a little bit more about like recording. So I got a new, I got a new recorder this year um, at the beginning of the year, not realizing we were going to shut down. Thank God. Um, but it, it has multi ports and I can pull in different mics and stuff like that. And it does a much better job recording, all this, you know, recording all this. And then Zoom also records it too. So it's been, I don't know, if you want to say it's it's been a blessing and a curse, you know, in a lot of ways. So I haven't done yeah. more reviews. I'm going to tell you that right now. It has not gotten me to do more uh, reviews. Um, but it's gotten me sure. to do a podcast every single week. I, I don't think, I'd like to say since we relaunched the site in April, we had to take a few weeks off in March because um, we couldn't continue to upload content to the website while they were transferring the data. So while they were doing the move, the migration, we had to hold everything off. Um, so there was like three weeks there where I couldn't, I couldn't publish anything. But since April, since like the second week in April, we have not missed one podcast. Like we have done weekly every week, no matter what, somehow, some way I have done a podcast um, and really haven't repeated guests for the most part. Like everybody has gotten, and it's gotten better. Like I have a nice little setup. I've got a light here. I've got the recorder. I've got the mic. I've got like the computer set up. Um, whereas when I started this year, I had two TV trays. I had a lamp. I had a mic arm. <laughs> I, I like was like I had a third table there for like a drink and stuff and like I was like spread out and I'd have to tear apart a room to put everything together and then take everything apart at the end because you can't just sit in the middle of the room like that. So we kind of right. restructured everything. So 
That's the long winded answer of like what COVID's been like for me, Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a crazy year. That's for sure. Yeah, no, it has been. And a lot of a lot of toy companies, I mean, have gone dormant. Notice, like, you know, stuff that was supposed to be out hasn't made it out yet because of all the, you know, the shipping issues and stuff like that. But for the most part, it hasn't been horrible. I really, I'll be honest with you, I have, with with the exception of things that were delayed because of a media release, like the Eternals, like the Eternal stuff yeah. never never showed up. Um, it's being held back. Even though we know it's produced, we know it's ready, we've seen the pictures of them all. Um, not official pictures, but like the, the people that found them. Um, I don't think anything's really been delayed. Like, what do, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, I know. Snake Eyes maybe. Right, but as far as products that was that wasn't tied to a media. Release. Well, it's not so much that they were delayed; it's that you know people weren't in their offices, so they weren't able to to rush out samples for you. You know, Zach's always been good about samples, and he still is to this date. But um, you know, some of the other toy companies, it seems like a lot of the stuff that you asked for is delayed somehow or, or not getting out. Fast well, enough I, I or, think that they're. I, I think. I think it. I think it's the the fact that they maybe their budgets had to go in other places. I mean, as far as samples right. go, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But as far as actual well, products, well, as far as actual retail products, I haven't seen a real decrease. In fact, I, it's I've been going broke. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> stuff sipping early. Like I got some transformer stuff and other toys that weren't scheduled. Like the stuff I found this morning wasn't supposed to come until mid January. Yeah. And like well, they kinda the trans the transformer stuff wasn't supposed to come until March. And I already started stuff started already shipping now. Um and then even over the summer, I think Deadpool's head, like I got the Deadpool head. Um mm-hmm. I think that shipped two months early. Like it was supposed to be October and it shipped in early August, late late July. I mean, it's uh, there's also that that stuff from Bandai. Um, that stuff, the, I, the I would birth, say, the, the, the birth of Iron Man stuff. I mean, I just got shipping notification for it today. Yeah, that's that's shipped. But I think like the domestic stuff, I think has been pretty on track. But when you look yeah, at like the, the domestic, stuff, but like oh, yeah. you know, a lot of us collect. Well, used to collect. I mean, now Jay's talking as figure arts. Um, but a lot yeah, of I, stuff. I've been I've been collecting um, some of the stuff from New Japan for wrestling. And mm-hmm. their their wave one was supposed to come out, I want to say sometime in June of this year, and it's been back today to like March. So I pre-ordered yeah. like a year, year and four months ago. And the same thing with another company, uh, Boss Fight Studios. Yeah, uh, they're coming out with the the, the Lucha Libre. Libre. Yep. Yeah, so I had Pentagon and Rafe and Phoenix still out in the you know up in the air. I haven't even heard up there anything. They were supposed to come out this year too so a lot of stuff that's overseas at least uh i've been seeing like a delay yeah, we saw like, that revolution. yeah we and, saw that last february wasn't it that they were yeah. showing that off at boss fights at the yeah theater. yeah and i mean boss fight is local too boss fights Rhode Island. well for yeah. us it's local it's rhode island so it's like an hour from us or an hour and a half um but yeah no like like i got the um i got the michael jordan the may affects michael jordan and uh um, oh, okay. And uh, he was supposed to ship in April, and I just got him about two weeks ago. Yeah. 
And I think I was supposed to get Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse in April or June. And he got pushed back to October and we still don't know when he's coming. Like I talked to Alex at Ageless Geeks and he has no idea when Miles is actually going to ship. So, well, some of the dates changed on um, on the uh, Mezco figures because they were they were meant to be released earlier this year, and now they're all starting to trickle in at the end of the year. Yeah. So there was a lot of change dates on that stuff. But thank thank God I do I prepay for stuff with PayPal with them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you if I didn't, I, I can't tell you. Yeah. I don't even want to tell you how many pre-orders I got right now. Oh, I listen. <laughs> I got at least six or seven with every DC release I, that they did. I I have on pre-order. I got more than that. So well, I know. I know you do. <laughs> I know that. But then I also have about six pre-orders out with with Alex at Ageless Geeks. I have all the Hush yeah. stuff, all the Batman Hush stuff. Um, Dian- Superman was supposed to come out in September. He never came out. Like mm-hmm. Carnage is just shipping. No, 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 no. Uh, the, oh, the, the, oh, okay. the hush one. Um, but no, Christopher Reeve, hush. Christopher Reeve was supposed to come out like September, November. Um, yeah. and he still hasn't shown up yet either. So. Uh-uh. Well, there's a bunch of them. Like, uh, I, I, I don't even, I can't, I've lost count of how many pre-orders I've got. I know he was one. Um, I know I've got, I got, uh, I, uh, Mr. Freeze. Uh, I got yep. the Ghost Rider now. Predator. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I you know, most of my pre-orders are starting to come in, but um, that I've ordered like last year. But it's just so crazy. Like, but Mezco always had like this up and down schedule. I will say that Mezco's yeah. always had this, which fun. sucks because they hit you all at once with with all your pre-orders. Well, like and Dark like, Dark Side ah. was like two years coming. Yeah. For sure, yep. like Dark Side was like a two year wait for for him to actually get released. Well, Thanos, Thanos is the other one that's been. Yeah, no, he's gonna be good. Yeah, well, he's been in the works since what last year with pre-ordered him. Um, in the they, last year, I think they they showed him in December ish or September, and then we saw him in person at Toy Fair for the first time. Yep, and then uh, so. But like I said, those bigger ones usually do take a while. Like Ghost Rider just went up for sale a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, I know. And that one we've seen for a couple of years now. Yeah, we, we saw it at San Diego. Yeah, San Diego when yeah. yeah when you were still working with me. Yeah, yeah. That's when the first time they have them. I got my Batman yeah. Beyond, by the way. That was great. I'm really yeah. happy. I finally got one, and I, I ended up trading. Um, I, I had to sell a bunch of stuff. That was a lot of extra stuff I have, and I took it to the shop here in Connecticut. This toy life. And he happened yeah. to have a Batman Beyond, and I was like, "So nice. I will give you this entire box, the size of like a small child, probably like the size of your dog, <laughs> and um, <laughs> you give me that one little toy on the shelf." So it worked out. So it's kind of one of those trade-ins, but uh, yeah, they're always fun. Yeah, that's another reason why I buy and keep stuff in the boxes. Usually, most of most of my stuff goes back into collecting something else. Yeah, yeah, that's the danger. I think too. Yeah, well, no, that's the whole thing. Like, that's you know, a lot of people use this as a way to make money, and it's more of a way to feed uh, addiction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Ch- I it's think a, they, yeah. Sh- 
this year has basically shown that the the money part. I mean, unless your town's lucky to get the first, like you find the first case in on the internet, you're gonna probably get top dollar and then some. But after they start trickling in, people are buying like, hey, I bought the whole case. I'm gonna flip it and just pay my gas and fee. Like one guy got the Target Dinger and Mando with with the child. They're like, yeah, I, I went 100 miles to get two. I'm selling one for 50 ship, just basically covering my gas for all the time I went out and got it. I'm like, well, then why'd you get two if that was, you know, it's like I, I didn't feel bad for his story. You know, I was like, you know. No, he should have charged 100. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He should have. No, he should have. If you're going to, look, there, there's a, if you go in and buy a case and you try to flip the whole case, it, it's it's a little bit of a dick move. But if you go in and you buy one and then you buy a second one to cover your cost, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and there are some people that, like Jay was saying, he's got one target, right? When I went on vacation this summer, the closest target was an hour away in any direction. So yeah. in those cases, yeah, no, I will pay double for a product because I don't have the option necessarily to get it. Normally, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to go get it. Um, I'm lucky, you know, I, you know, every morning when I wake up, I do the pop finder if I'm looking for something and Mm. within 25 miles, there are 15 different target options. Like, (laughs) like that, that's, that's, that's insane. Like there, there are within 25 miles radius of my house, there's like 10 to 15 different targets and equal number, wherever there's a target, there's a Walmart. So yep. like you do the math and for me, it's, it's so much easier to do that. But if I was in a position where I couldn't do that, yeah, I would, I would pay more for, for the stuff I couldn't get my hands on. Well, that's, you know, if, if I, if, if I don't get lucky on a pre-order for target, Mike knows if, he knows if I'm if I'm asking him for a figure, it's either Target or Walgreens. Yeah, and, and Mike knows that he'll laugh. He goes, he goes he'll <laughs> say, "Which one, Target or Walgreens?" Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, Target, I Target or Walgreens. And send me a picture. I'm a Walmart. I'm a... Oh, yeah. there he goes. We knew he was going to freeze at some part. The problem with Walmart oh. is Jay. Oh God. <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. You no. froze. I, I, I was done. I was like, I was, that was the problem with Walmart. Just, just I couldn't find them, and he would find them for me. Because what happened? I had was, no problem with Walmart. The problem was the. This is what we saw. The problem with Walmart. <laughs> that's what we saw. <laughs> I, I had no problem with Walmart. Okay. Um, Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we're at about an hour to kind of bookend our two shows. Um, so I, I want to say thank you guys. Um, it was really great to kind of catch up with everybody. And uh, we seem to have this curse of never being able to get the five of us together <laughs> in one spot at the same time. Um, so we're going to, so this is going to be one of our first ones of the year uh, in January. And so you guys have heard part one and now we're in part two and there will be a part three someday. Um, well, when we kind of all settle in after the holidays and stuff, I'm sure we can try to find a time. Maybe oh, yeah. after whatever, we can do a Toy Fair special or a morning of Toy Fair or something. Um, if I'm to, not moving by then. If you're not moving. But then 
Oh, but then that opens up a whole new thing. I remember there was one time over the summer I texted you. I'm like, are you in Texas yet? Because there's shit in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go shopping. Yeah, I actually I actually went down there uh, in August. Yeah, and that's and, when I texted uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, dude, I, I stopped at every Target on the way back, and it was like nothing there. And yeah. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah. So Welcome thank- to the South. <laughs> but that's the thing that's the funny thing um texas is a whole different animal yes it is like it is a whole different animal for targets and walmarts i mean like i know that you said you hit a bunch on the way home but like there are certain pockets in texas that get stuff first like it's like uh, northern california texas um and, and chicago are like austin austin uh when i hit austin i just didn't have a chance to get Target there, the uh, brick and I think it was Seek Finder or brick and mortar. One of them said that there was Toby uh, Keepers there, and I just didn't have a chance to go. Yeah, like stock, th- it's it's a whole different ball game. So it's like those three locations yeah. are like yep. first come, like they they hit pretty hard. So yeah. anyway, gentlemen, thank you guys so much. Um, we'll have you back. Stay in touch. Hope you all enjoyed. We don't usually do a sign. It was fun. <laughs> Say goodnight, Sanchez. Goodnight, Sanchez. Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!